All right, so we are answering more questions on relationships today. And today you men are going to tell the women, I'm happily married, but the women that want to know what they should look for in a future husband. Matt, Super easy. Think? No. Michael. Matt. Michael. Matt. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. But we're taken. But you guys are taken, so, so, so that's sorry. not so easy. All right. <laughs> but um, one thing we have in common, and which is the most important thing mm. anyone should look for in a future husband, is does he have a serious faith? Yep. And I would go as far as to say if that box is checked, you could live with anything else. Um, you probably should check a few other boxes, yeah, which right. we'll talk about. But are they legitimately a Christian that has trusted in Christ and they are living it out? Yeah. Like they have a home church that they're part of. They have a relationship with God through his word. They are serving somewhere. I mean, these are pretty just essential things. Mm -hmm. I think another thing I would put into that is uh, he has to be able to work. Uh, this is so essential and important. It's important biblically. He does not work, does not eat. I mean, the value that the word of God has on a man being able to work is very high. So we're raising some boys. You've mm -hmm. got three. I've got one. And we're teaching them at a very young age how to how to work. Mm -hmm. Mm, that's yeah. good. And so work as in work in the field, work in the workforce, you know. Uh, you <laughs> but, know I'll give you two categories okay. of this. Uh, so one is I want to know that they can have a job and they can make money. They know how to be under authority with a boss. They know how to. Uh, like actually just provide. That's going to be a They're motivated reality. to do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. Well, for sure, because mm -hmm. the lack of motivation for so many to work right now, like if your parents will let you live at home, then so many take the path of least resistance. Mm. I want to see somebody who rises above the very low standards. The vast majority of parents of kids in their 20s are, are, are laying for them. Mm. I, want to, I want to see them say, you know, just because my parents enable me to be functionally like not doing much. Mm -hmm. um, I, I live for the Lord, not for the least common denominator. So I, I would say work is one-sided. And then the other side is that same kind of spirit. It's how do they work and serve at church? And I don't mean like being on staff. I mean, do they have a ministry mm -hmm. where they are, are giving of themselves to build up the church? Mm -hmm. Those would be really important for me to see. Okay, that's really good. Yeah. Anything else, Matt? Well, yeah, and I, and I would say that there's the work that serves the church. So that kind of leads you to they have a serious faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But if they're willing to work, to me, it says a lot about character, yeah. that they're willing to do the hard thing. They're willing to sacrifice yeah. themselves mentally, physically, like for something good. Yeah. Mm. And like, that's why I take my boys on crazy jobs. I'm like, I just want to see them suffer a little bit because sometimes <laughs> a little bit of suffering is good. You know? good yeah. but, you, but you just want to teach that character. Yeah. And yeah. if a guy has that character, then that's, that's a box checked for yes. sure. Yep. And, and we're entering, I mean, if you are a young woman right now, you are entering a very challenging season mm. of young men mm. because we, Right now, there is a generation of parents that are not raising the standards. And so mm. you have a remarkable amount of Christian men who are not doing much. Mm. And so there's a lot of women who feel like, I don't know where to find a good guy. They either don't work, they live at home with their parents and they're doing nothing. They're addicted mm. to video games. You know what I mean? And like, mm. they're like, I, I just want something better than this. Mm -hmm. But they're, it, it is becoming more and more challenging to find parents and leaders who are saying, no, men rise up and then holding them hmm. to that. So this is a really hard time to, to find these qualities. And I would say it is better to wait than it is to compromise because hmm. the hmm. desperation of like, well, I'm getting older. I'm in my early, mid, late 20s. And, yeah. and uh, people who compromise on some of these essentials, it gets really challenging. So is there a certain period of time? I don't know if you guys would agree, but is there a certain period of time that a woman should wait to see these attributes kind of like come mm -hmm. to fruition? Like, oh, I, I know that he's a solid believer now, or I know that he works hard or he yeah. lost his first job and within the first year that I met him yeah. and then he never worked again. You mm -hmm. know, how long do you think is enough time to know who a person is? Mm. Yeah. So I would say yeah. like it's, 
it's hard to put time into it. I would say it's at least in the category of months. Yeah. Um, Someone says, I've learned everything in two weeks. Yeah, probably not. But, <laughs> but months to me is like we've been friends for a while and we've been in a relationship for months and now we're able to move on. Mm. Um, so, you know, I don't want to put like a, oh, it has to be this amount of time. But I think it's more about where you get to know them. You know, and have you known them in a myriad of situations? You know, like I was I was saying that in the at the Christian college that I graduated from, um, the divorce rate was pretty high, um, almost the same as it is, you know, for the rest of the world. And mm. and in thinking through that, it's like if, if you got married right after college, you knew this person in a bubble. Mm. You didn't spend the summers with yeah. them. You like dated when you were at a place where you had to follow the rules, you were in line, like you just weren't necessarily free, free. So, and it's like, you don't get to know that person. And so, um, yeah. Having experiences outside of the bubble or like you only see them at church and they're this great person, Mm -hmm. you know, and then maybe there's someone else. Yeah. I've got a couple of places that I tell people like non-negotiables if it's possible. One is I if they're seriously interested in you as a woman, inevitably they're going to take you to see their family okay. and uh, spend a couple days with their family overnight. Mm-hmm. And you get to see a man with his mother or the women in his life or his sisters mm-hmm. or his brothers. After you know, anybody can fake something for 24 hours, but at, 20, at 36, 48, 72 hours, you start to see some yeah. of those like dynamics come out. Mm-hmm. Um, another one is I want to go on some kind of mission trip with them or at least a couple day trip where I can see them serve. I can see them give their life away and to sacrifice. I think that's really, really valuable. Um, I also want to see them in various, I would call them everyday environments. So there's this, uh, a metric that people use to spot a narcissist, but I actually think it's really good for dating. And so it's three areas where a narcissist emerges. Number one, it's how they treat animals that are not their own. So if they inter- interface with your dog and they kick them and like, ah, oh, and they just treat it like a piece of, mm. piece of dirt. It just sounds cruel. It does, right? I know. Can you believe it? And then the, the second is um, how they treat children that are not related to them. So if you have like a younger brother or sister or niece or nephew and uh, they get to be around them, are they like, patronizing like you know like (laughs) you can tell so Uh. much about somebody uh look at how they treat children at church as well um Mm -hmm. are they like oh i don't go in the kids wing like those those dirty humans right well Mm -hmm. is that who you want to raise your children Mm -hmm. one day right uh the other one is how they treat servers uh people whether it's somebody in line at starbucks or a waiter or waitress and you watch do they treat them poorly uh, do they talk down to them? Do they mm. tip like seven or eight uh, percent? So these are like small environments where you get to just kind of watch them. Mm. Uh, also, when you take a guy and you go out with his friends, like the friends he's had for years, yeah. it is one of the greatest environments. Again, this might be vulnerable for some women, but mm-hmm. if you can be the only woman mm. hanging out with all the guys, yeah. that will tell you about who's influencing him, how he acts in front of them. And there are some women who find themselves in these circumstances mm. and they, they're, they're like, we're done. Right. Like, what you, are they talking about? You know, oh, yeah. subject how much do they drink? What yeah. do they talk about? Mm-hmm. The and stories that are shared about them, maybe. About him. Well, that's one of the most fun parts yeah. because you get to hear about all their worst stories. And, yeah. and, you know, that could actually be really helpful as mm-hmm. well to see like how the Lord has transformed them. And, but also recognize sometimes you're going to walk into an environment where maybe the guy has been like growing spiritually, but these are the men that he grew up with and he loves. And so they might not be mm-hmm. mature Christians, but you can know that you can put that yeah. into its context and see, you know, like what he's really like. Yeah. So does compatibility have a place in, in what we're talking about? Do you feel like 
that's something we talked about faith. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You oh, know, and we talked about I would all these say, other... I would say absolutely a uh, bit of a, a story about my dating past um, might make me seem super shallow, but there were some other things that were going on, but um, I had a relationship end um, shortly after a camping experience and a little bit about me. Like I know that a lot of my life is going to be spent outside or our vacations are going to be like some type of adventure, you know, and it's going to be hard. Yeah, yeah. I would just love it. And (laughs) not that I think that, you know, couples need to be totally into the same things, but I need to know that like you can make it through the tough. And this, this didn't go super well. Like everyone wanted a hotel and they went out and I was just like, I, I do not know what I'm seeing here. You know, so (laughs) I can't live with this. (laughs) A few conversations down the road and we're like, you know, okay. Um, but, uh, yeah. So, Again, you don't have to be into the same things mm-hmm. 100% of the way, but like, yeah. can you tolerate it? Do you support the other person? Like, is yeah. because, yeah, you could be married to anybody that's a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. But you're going to get along better with someone that you're compatible with. There's a, when, when I got to Moody Bible Institute, there's this girl in class, and I just thought she was so beautiful. And I was like, hey, do you want to go for a run? with me and she was like yeah we'll go she's like she i knew she was a runner and i was running so we went and then as we were running i asked her the question so what kind of music do you listen to and she says oh i don't listen to music and i was like i'm gonna go home right (laughs) (laughs) it it was so funny because in my brain she became the ugliest woman Like, I was like, oh, <laughs> like, I hope she's listening. I know she's not, I guarantee okay, it. Good. But I was like, it's just one of those things where I'm, it's so integral to my life mm-hmm. and it like energizes me so much. And I'm like, I don't even need you to like the same kind of music I like, but just to have mm-hmm. like a love and appreciation. I'm a musician. So like, mm-hmm. can we, anyways, it was, that was one of those compatibility things. And sometimes it might seem dumb to other people, but if it's really important to you, then, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, but it, but if a mentor comes and says, you're making a big deal out of something ridiculous, take that voice seriously. I would say. Mm, that's good. Yeah. So just briefly, are there any deal breakers? I know you mentioned like work or living at home with their parents. Is it possible? It's a possible deal breaker if if they are living the lowest possible standard living, like like being as useless as they can possibly be, you know? Like, or they're not trying to get out of that situation. This right. is like their only plan until yeah. the foreseeable future. Yeah. Yeah, another one for me would be just an addiction to entertainment. I don't mind entertainment. I don't mind video games. I don't mind watching TV. But if they're like at the six plus hour or four Mm. plus hour day of entertainment, I just want to say like, like build the kingdom of God with your life. Or if like this is where all the time and you're like, yeah, hey, hey, wake up here. Get out of your phone, man. Yeah, there's some skills. And I would like, and I don't want to sound like a, again, like a legalist or a fundy here, but like, Wearing sweatpants an inappropriate amount of times to me, like there's situations for sweatpants working out or sleeping, (laughs) you know, other than that. What I'm trying to get to is like, if you're not respectful of the place that you're at, the the person that you're meeting with, the occasion, Mm -hmm. correct. And, you know, there's just, there's just a level of like, you know, grooming and Mm -hmm. like your presentation. Yeah does does matter in a way it, it just says matter. says something well and to me like that's a red flag yeah. and someone told me once red flags are not party favors that's a good so word. you know you have to <laughs> know how many flags are okay or whatever yeah. well the way somebody dresses tells you how much they value themselves and it tells you what they believe mm-hmm. about themselves mm-hmm. and so if they if they like dress like a bum everywhere they go that's a pretty much a significant window into how they mm-hmm. see themselves and so i think that's important But everyone's going to have their own deal breakers. I would just make sure your deal breakers focus on the essentials, the Mm. big things, because you're going to like, Brianne and I are so different. Like Mm. she is like, 
so different. We listen to different kinds of music. We like different kinds of TV and entertainment. But like, we have so much in common that that's a honestly just becomes like useless at the yeah. end of the day. Your it's values like are are in common. Yeah, yeah. I think what we said so. about because um, we answered this question: What should I look for in a wife? Mm-hmm. We said you don't want to clone your passions, mm-hmm. but you want to clone your vision. Yep. Mm-hmm. And if I can say about you and Brianne, like you guys have the same vision. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want to see Christ exalted in the church. Love you want to see your family grow up and have godly kids that are yeah. great adults. And like that vision is yeah. there, not your interest. Amen. That's that is a great yeah. one. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Good word from both of you. Thanks Thank you. so much for helping us out.